Good evening, and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and I am broadcasting from beneath the Fiery Cross on a hillside somewhere in the Rust Belt region of America. Here on the Rust Belt Clansman, I begin with a pro-white commentary piece and follow up with some mainstream media news articles and give you my honest opinion on each one. Let's begin with this evening's commentary. Good evening and welcome to the Rust Belt Clansman Show, right here on White Pride Radio and Spotify. I am your host, Paul Brown, and today is Thursday, February 29th, 2024, and it is 7 p.m. here in the Rust Belt. This evening's commentary is titled, Demo Rats. Yes, the C in Democrat today is either silent or should be dropped totally from the party name. Demolishing America is what they're all about nowadays, and only anti-American traitors would do that. Thus, Demo-Rats is a much more accurate descriptor of these destructive vermin. So what are some of the most problematic examples to date? Number one. Demorat demolition of national security. When a country's borders are permeable, national security is compromised. United States borders today are nearly non-existent, and that has been true since the current Demorat occupant of the White House moved in there three years ago. Obviously, this provides an open door for terrorists to come here. As will most remember the 9-11 fanatics, pretending not to be fanatics, came to the U.S. legally or temporary visas. Today, radicals of all types can just walk into the country unimpeded or marginally inconvenienced at the best. Hundreds on the terror watch list have been encountered at the southern border which means others have made it through without being stumbled upon. Plus, it's likely the number of terrorists not on the watch list, extremists unknown to the U.S., pretending not to be, is orders of magnitude larger. As a result, it's almost certain that thousands of bad actors have come across America's unsecured borders. Should Americans be concerned that some might have brought weapons, With them, automatic weapons, biological weapons, chemical weapons, cyber weapons, directed energy weapons, small nuclear weapons. The possibilities are endless. And with thousands of gotaways, how can anyone know? Pathogens, weaponized or unweaponized, would be high on the list based on how easy it would be to bring them into the country. 
Illegal aliens have brought innumerable diseases here that are not normally found in the United States. But it's unknown how many concealed bioweapons they might have transported. We may not find out, we may find out sometime soon, and the targets could include our food supply, crops and livestock, not just people. Regardless of the weapons utilized, one type or many different types, the consequences would be catastrophic, making 9-11 seem small-scale by comparison. And if a coordinated assault occurs across the U.S., think what China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, and other enemy nations might do while American national security assets are overwhelmed here. Most are testing America's resolve already. Hmm, could that mean the recent influx of military-aged Chinese males at the southern border isn't because they're escaping persecution back home? Surely, any card-carrying members of the Chinese Communist Party would have presented those credentials to officials at the U.S. border, right? You bet. So what attacks happen? Who will have caused them? The Democrat commandless-in-chief and those putting his puppet strings, pulling his puppet strings. Number two, Democrat demolition of the U.S. economy, a.k.a. Bidenomics. As noted in my Ayn Rand pre-science blog about Bidenomics last year, you can avoid the brain-dead reality of destroying America's energy independence, but you cannot avoid the consequences of avoiding that reality. Clearly, increases in gas prices were going to accompany the executive dunsmanship canceling oil and gas projects. However, once the domino fell, a whole cascade of additional ones tumbled immediately thereafter. Higher gas costs led to supply chain problems, which created product shortages that drove up consumer prices, thereby providing a vessel for what? Inflation. Thus, Bidenomics sent the country down the path where working Americans can't afford food and other essentials. Who caused it? The very same Democrat, commandless-in-chief, and his puppet masters. 3. Demorat Demolition of Law and Order, a.k.a. Demorat Facilitation of Crime. Moving to the local level, lawlessness is the norm in most cities led by Demorats, and that has been true for a few years now. Defund the police and similar moronic actions have plagued numerous cities, yet the Demorats in charge never fix the problems. They just move to the cashless bail or whatever is next on the stupid list. Who caused it? Demorat mayors. Who else contributed Demorat city councils and public defenders to today's public adversaries? Number four, Demorat demolition of civility. The woke acronyms, technically speaking, these were not a product of the Demorat party. The efforts were led by socialist-loving intellectuals within America's universities. 
Nonetheless, they're all registered Democrats. Thus, it's the same difference, and the Democrat Party has blessed each and every acronym along the way. Number one, CTR, critical race theory. It's total BS, and those who pushed it were are, and in fact, the racists. Although CTR is no longer advocated publicly, Democrats are still closet supporters, closet racists. They just changed the terminology when the acronym of the day, e.g. CRT, is proven to be totally bogus. White privilege hasn't been abandoned yet, but what is? But but when it is, some other racist monoenclavature will follow. Who are the champions? Democrats nationwide. ESG, environmental, social, and governance principles, have fallen out of favor among mainstream Democrats. Of course, that only happened because of financial return problems on Wall Street. Billions were pulled from the money-bleeding ESG funds. Investors tend not to favor losing propositions. Obviously, that doesn't mean anything has changed with the Democrats' environmental, social, and governance agendas. They just stopped using ESG as the acronym. Who are the champions? Democrats nationwide. Number three, DEI, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, has been one of the biggest hiring Google Donalds ever. As noted in my American Thinker article a year ago, when America's quote progressives successfully snookered the nation into accepting equity, the impractical pursuits of equal outcomes as a replacement for equality, equal opportunity. The ball game changed majorly. The top line issue is no longer about hiring the applicant with the best credentials to do the work. Today, training and experience for a job barely count with DEI employers. And what will equal outcomes to do any organization's bottom line eventually? Turn profits into losses. The path to bankruptcy. Who are the champions? Democrats nationwide. Number five, Democrat demolition of patriotism and Americanism. Those two terms are non-existent within today's Democrat Party. Truthfully, though, they've been missing from the Democrat vocabulary since at least when I came home from Vietnam in 1969. Proud of my combat service and that of my brothers in arms. The socialist communist Democrats openly disparaged anyone who was patriotic back then and the condemnation has grown ever since. Who caused it? Anti-America Democrats, writ large nationwide. So how do we fix these Democrat messes plus others, assuming they are fixable? It won't be easy, but 2024 may be America's last chance to turn things around. If that doesn't happen, and all critical political races nationwide... America's world leadership will end up prior to the nation's 250th birthday in 2026. 
Tragic indeed. Closing warning, though. If the Democrats are defeated in the most crucial White House race in November, you can be certain that world events here and abroad will spiral out of control prior to the changing of the guard in January of 2025. It will be hold your breath time for a couple of months. The national security concerns noted above would explode into devastating reality. And who will have caused it? Demo rats. Emergency broadcast system announcing the commencement of the annual purge sanctioned by the U.S. government. Commencing at the siren, any and all crime, including murder, will be legal for 12 continuous hours. Enough of the mainstream media pushing whatever the government tells them to push. Enough being told as white people that we should be ashamed of our white skin. Enough of watching our white history being erased to appease non-white people in our white Christian nation. Listen to Behind the Hood every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday exclusively here on AltRightTV.com. The Invisible Knight brings you one news article, gives you his opinion on it, all in 15 minutes. If you want the truth, that's what you'll get on Behind the Hood. Your daily dose of truth. You sit and watch our country crumble. You complain about where America is headed. You even say that the Republicans are just as bad as the Democrats. You say what America needs is a third political party, one that will work for the people, one that follows God's laws, not man-made-up ones, a government run how our forefathers set up and intended America's government to remain. Have you ever heard of the Knights Party? A legally registered third political party with the goal of political power? It's right here, right now, striving hard to reach its goals. But we need your help. You don't have to join anything if you don't want to, but you could contribute. We don't have major donors like the Republicans and Democrats. No, no Jewish funding. Just good, honest folks like yourself who are fed up with the direction America is heading. Instead of complaining about what's going on, do something. Check out the Knights Party website at www.kkknationaloffice.com. See what we're about, at least. I think you'll find that we're not so far apart on what we all want the change America needs. 
The Knights Party is truly America's last hope. Our email address is nationaloffice at thenightsparty.com. Send us an email asking how you can help. Coming up soon, the annual Christian Revival Center's Faith and Freedom Conference is just around the corner. This year's theme is Be Strong and Courageous. The conference is being held the weekend of April 26th, 27th, and 28th of 2024. The Faith and Freedom Family Conference is for the whole family, moms, dads, kids, and teens. The conference will be held at the Soldiers of the Cross Bible Camp, just 15 miles from Harrison, Arkansas, and only 45 minutes from Branson, Missouri. The grounds are private and secure. There is limited space in the men's and women's cabins, so if you want a bunk, be sure to register early. There's also room for RVs, no hookups, and you can even pitch a tent if you like. There is no charge to attend, and the food is free. An offering will be taken up to help with costs, but if you can't afford to make an offering, don't let that stop you from attending, as you're still invited to this must-attend conference. If you can attend and would like to help with expenses to cover camp costs, that would greatly be appreciated. There is also a playground for the kids, and men and women showers. You can register by calling 870-427-3414 during reg regular business hours. If you don't get an answer, keep trying, as we're already busy preparing for the conference. Hours to call are as followed, and they are Central Standard Times. Watch for future details as to who will be speaking at this year's conference. Hours are Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., Friday, 10 to 12 noon, Saturday and Sunday, closed. You can also call this number to find out how you could donate to this year's conference if you can't attend. We hope to see you all there. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for sticking around for the second part of the Rust Belt Klansman show uh, here this evening. Uh, we're going to jump right into the news. Uh, and this, uh, speaking of demo rats, uh, our biggest uh, our rat would be Joe Biden, by far. Uh, I have one more rat, though, that uh, come out, of the, uh, out from under his rock, but we'll get to him next. 
This article comes from the Washington Free Beacon. The headline is, Biden to give $850 million to a Chinese-owned battery company. Now, I remember a few months back, uh, there was some talk about this battery factory, this Chinese-owned factory, and it was in the United States. Yeah, a Chinese-owned company in the United States. China China owns uh, some acreage uh, uh, around uh, right here in America. Uh, you know, I saw that uh, several months ago to where I forget what it was. The Chinese were buying up uh, a ground somewhere uh, in America. And you know, how does that happen? How does that happen? Why would we sell our ground our acres, any our land. It's you know, it's selling our land. It's selling our uh, uh, inheritance from God. You know, <laughs> you'd have to be a real dirtbag. How many how many listeners uh, say you know you have a relative die and uh, you inherit something uh, from that relative? Uh, you know and. Uh, Somebody said, uh, hey, uh, I'd like to buy that. How many of you would sell uh, an inheritance that you got? You know, be it money, property, jewelry, whatever. How many would you sell that? Probably not too many. But here in America, our government will sell our ground, American soil, to people that want to kill us, the Chinese. And here, Biden, uh, the, the headline here right away is bullshit. Biden to give $850 million. Biden ain't giving this Chinese-owned battery company shit. We are. The, the, this is our tax dollars. $850 million of our tax money is going for a Chinese-owned battery company. If that isn't treason, I don't know what uh, the definition of treason would be. Do you? Let's get into the article here. Last summer, the Biden administration announced an $850 million conditional loan to a company called Core, K-O-R-E, Core Power, to build a battery production plant in Arizona. So it is here. Uh, the purpose, you, you know what, why don't they build your, your uh, uh, damn batteries? If, if you want to build batteries, build them in China. You know, uh, if America needs batteries, then it should be American places making the batteries. If the Chinese want to make batteries, let them make them in China. The hell over there. Get off my ground. You know, that would be like uh, uh, you, and I like doing analogies because it breaks it down uh, into something simpler. But that would be like uh, your neighbor coming over on your, your lawn and putting his shed. <laughs> now, would you appreciate that? Of course not, but this is what this is. Our government lets the Chinese come over onto our ground. This is ours. Uh, the government works for us. We don't work for the government. So, our ground to build a Chinese battery factory. 
Uh, the purpose was to decrease the United States' reliance on China's batteries, but Core Power has enlisted its co-owner, a Chinese battery maker, to help build the taxpayer-funded facility, according to court filings. So it, they say they don't want to, uh, uh, they want to, uh, how is that put, decrease the United States' reliance on China batteries. But we got China building a battery factory in Arizona. What sense does that make? The Biden administration touted the project as a way to strengthen the domestic battery supply chain and combat China's grip on the global market. How are you going to combat China's grip on anything when you let them build their factories here? That makes no sense. None. Uh, Where was I? Uh, It's Idaho, Idaho headquarters and small staff of around 150 employees seem to have the perfect all American background for the job. But the backstory conflicts with what court documents and corporate disclosure filings obtained by the Washington Free Beacon, which outlined the company's extensive roots in China. Now, do you want to tell me that Joe Biden didn't know this? Do you want to tell me our government didn't know this? Uh, like this was a whoopsie? They didn't... You. $850 million were given this place, and you would think that that would have been checked out uh, uh, from top to bottom as to who they were giving our tax dollars to. $850 million of them. You know, our government thinks we are so stupid that it isn't funny. Uh, the records reveal that Core is 14% co-owned by Duraflied New Materials, a Chinese battery manufacturer led by the Chinese Communist Party official Li Shi-Jiang. One of Core's directors is Li Shi-Jiang's daughter, Li Lingam, who also serves as vice chair of DFD and as vice president of China's state-supervised Patent Protection Association. The core loan is the latest example of how the Biden administration green green energy funding is benefiting China due to the country's dominance in the global market. Last year, the Department of Energy was forced to cancel a $200 million grant to the battery maker Microvast after the Free Beacon reported that the company owned primarily from China. In a court filing in November, CORE disclosed that DFD New Energy, a China-based subsidiary of the Dew Fluoride New Materials, will help it build the Arizona plant, battery plant. The facility is under construction at present, and DFD New Energy will assist in the build-out, said CORE's CEO, Lindsay uh, Gorill. You know what, uh, there's probably uh, mostly uh, white Americans building this plant for the Chinese, I would imagine. Uh, I can't imagine uh, somebody that works construction 
that would be okay with building something for the Chinese, uh, giving it to the Chinese. I'll be damned if I would. If I worked uh, uh, in a construction company and that construction company told me I was going to build shit for our enemies, I would tell them to stuff their jobs straight up their ass with a meat hook. This, this is ridiculous. Uh, you know, is, is, is the money worth, because I'm sure uh, uh, these people, white people that are helping to build this are loving the money. They're loving the money. But is your soul worth selling? Selling out America? You know, a lot of people don't look at it like that. Uh, you know, uh, how their job may be helping our enemies in some way. And here's the perfect example. Uh, the Department of Energy concerned, uh, uh, confirmed to the Free Beacon that DFD will help CORE build the Arizona facility providing intellectual property, research and development, and engineering capabilities. The department said it conducted extensive due diligence of the arrangement, adding that CORE had been working at, to reduce its Chinese ownership with the goal of eventually becoming completely independent of Chinese technology. The partnership with DFD provides CORE with access to proven IP and an experienced team. Experience that does not currently exist at the scale in the United States, but through this partnership will be transferred to American workers and to an American company, said the Department of Energy. Now, you know, I don't think... Um, you know, do you think our enemy's going to come over here and help us take business from them? Do you really think that? Uh, let me just skim down through this, see if there's anything more. I mean, th there's the gist of it. There's the gist of it. Uh, our tra traitorous government. Joe Biden, a traitor to America, selling American land to Chinese, building Chinese battery factories. What else? You know, when you go to the store and, you know, if you're buying something and you look, most, most people, at least I do, I look to see if it's made in China. And, you know... Uh, you know, something like that, you'll figure, well, that's junk. I ain't buying that. And you'll, you'll buy something else. But here we have the Chinese even starting to build Chinese uh, shit, uh, inferior shit in America. Unbelievable. Uh, this is a sellout. Uh, and, it, you know, if that doesn't uh, really irritate you, uh, I don't know. Now we'll get to our second traitorous uh, person. And th there's plenty. Any Democrats a traitor to America. Uh, but very few of them uh, come out into the light. They, they don't come out into the light. They stay hid uh, with their dealings and, uh, you know, what they're doing. Uh, but this idiot, this black idiot, which black and idiot kind of go together in a sentence. Uh, this comes from the New York Post. The headline is, Eric Adams sports Chinese Communist Party scarves, but says 
They're just innocent gifts. Are you kidding me? This Eric Adams, I'm starting to believe he's at the lower spectrum uh, uh, of the average IQ of black people at 70, which is borderline retarded. How is it just an innocent gift? And I saw the picture. Uh, there it is. Standing there with a big smile on his face, with that scarf wrapped around his neck, all happy. Another traitor to America. Uh, New York City's fashion-conscious mayor has a new accessory, a red scarf that is the potent symbol of the Chinese Communist Party. Eric Adams has been repeatedly seen wearing the scarf, which represents the blood of the Chinese Red Guards who gave their lives for communism in the last few weeks. On Saturday, Adams said he was wearing the two red scarves around his neck at the first uh, annual Brooklyn Lantern Parade Saturday. And uh, he wore another red scarf in Manhattan's Chinatown on Sunday. This scarf represents the blood uh, of communists who gave their lives towards communism. Um, how about the mystic... Uh, mystic insignia of a clansman. I apologize, I had a brain fart there. Uh, but I surely uh, know the mystic ins uh, insignia of a clansman. Uh, that is the uh, the uh, wheel with the teardrop uh, in it, or blood drop. Uh, in it, so it's it's a clan signal. I know you know what I'm talking about. How about the blood that was spilled in America to keep America free? Now you know, Eric Adams says that this is just a uh, innocent gift. What if he was to receive a mystic insignia of a of a clansman patch? Would he wear that and say it's just an innocent gift? I'll bet he wouldn't. He wouldn't wear, he dare not wear anything pro-America. You know, these, these traitors to America are just starting to pop out of the woodwork. They, they, they don't even care anymore. They don't even care anymore. Our, our government's got so much control over its people, its citizens, and you know, they don't care. They don't have to hide it. Uh, you know what they're thinking? What are you going to do about it is what you're thinking. You know, anybody out there that voted for Democrat, that's the, their thinking. Uh I don't know. I don't know how you could see what these Democrats and our government do, and then as a citizen, as a white uh, Christian citizen, say you're a Democrat when you see what Democrats stand for. Uh, you know, it, it it's, amazes me how blind some people are, and I mean blind, blind to everything, even when it's uh, shown to them uh, to their face. You know, uh, if a leftist didn't think 
grass was green. And you told him grass was green. If you took a picture of a lawn and said, here, look, this is a lawn, it's green. They would argue. They would argue that it isn't green. Now, let's see uh, what else his dirt bag uh, had to say. Uh, on Saturday, uh, Adams was seen wearing two red scarves around his neck at the first annual Brooklyn Lantern Parade Saturday. And he wore another red scarf in Manhattan's Chinatown on Sunday. You know, even that, why, <laughs> in America, why would we allow any uh, area to be called Chinatown? Seriously? Uh, it's unbelievable. Now, you know, uh, saying that, well, you know, how, how uh, could you have an area called Chinatown uh, uh, in America? Do you know that there, and I forget what country it is, it might be China, that they have a uh, town called USA. This was done so like they could, I think it was clothing uh, that they uh, were making. Now this was, uh, oh shit, probably 10 years ago. But this gave them the right, they could make, a, uh, say, a dress shirt and put on a tag made in the USA, or made in USA. And, you know, nobody could say anything, because if it, it was made in the town called USA in China, or wherever country that was. I, I want to say it's China, but uh, unbelievable. Anyhow, back to this article. Eric Adams sported a red scarf at Lunar New Year's events he attended last weekend, including this one in Flushing, Queens. The scarf is a potent symbol of the Chinese Communist Party. Adams was gifted a similar red scarf at the prelude to the Lunar New Year in Kipriani downtown, an event featuring a fashion show that was hosted by China Media Group, China State Media Group Company on January 26th. State-controlled CCTV proudly reported on its presence at the gala. So now Adams, he sees the backlash he got from wearing a red scarf. Did he stop? No, he don't care. You know, uh, this Eric Adams and a lot of the Democrats look at you like, you, you know, you're a pissant. What are you going to do? You know, Democrats voted these people in and they don't even realize how much they're controlling them and what, the, what we're losing as America. As, pretty soon we're going to be a third world country. There ain't going to be white people in America. And, you know, uh, I, I, I don't understand how you could say you're a white patriot and uh, uh, you're a Democrat. Those two words don't go together, patriot and Democrat. I ex uh, excuse that if you hear uh, my phone going off. I don't like to keep it on silent when I'm doing the show in case uh, there would be a family emergency uh, or something like that. So I, I leave it on. And uh, that little dinging you hear is uh, emails going to the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, I do that. I answer the uh, emails some of them there's uh, several email addresses but i i answer the public ones people 
uh, with questions about uh, the Knights Party, people uh, that want to uh, join uh, to help them out. Uh, so if you ever email um, wkknationaloffice.com, uh, uh, it will be me that answers your email. Uh, anyhow, back to this. A dirt bag. Eric Adams. You know, he can't even control his uh, New York City. And then he runs around sporting a uh, Chinese, a, a, a communist, Chinese Communist Party scarf. What a dirt bag. Total dirt bag. Okay. Let's talk about uh, this evening. Let's talk about, you know, uh, Joe Biden told us how nice these uh, immigrants were. They were fleeing uh, uh, their countries because uh, uh, they were uh, afraid, they were scared. Um, and, you know, we knew it was all a smokescreen. These people weren't scared. They were invited here because we're easy pickings. They, you know, uh, they've destroyed their own countries and they're, they're doing it here. And they're not nice people. These people aren't nice at all. Um, so we're going to talk about some. Let's see. Well, okay, this one's right in front of me. We'll start with this one. Uh, here's what this dirtbag thinks about America and its citizens. Uh, this comes from Fox News. Immigrant wearing F.U. all hoodie among more than a thousand dropped off in San Diego. F.U. That's what he says. F.U. Uh, the outnumbered panel discusses the Biden administration's immigration policy in the wake of Georgia's student killing and how the media has covered the story. Eh. A man wearing a hoodie and blousoned with the words F.U. all was among more than 1,500 immigrants dropped off on the streets of San Diego over the weekend after funding dried up for a city-funded immigration center. The eyebrow-raising attire was captured in a photo uh, shared on X by city supervisor Jim Desmond. Uh, and there it is, a picture. This is what uh, this... Uh, invader thinks of America. This is what this invader thinks of you. This is what this invader thinks of your heritage, your culture, and your history. So, uh, uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I mean, uh, anyhow, uh, Dirt bag. Now, get this one. You know, uh, when America's uh, immigration was limited to white Europeans, uh, they came, white Europeans came here to America to help build America. Uh, they came here for a nice family life. You know, uh, white Europeans didn't come here to raise hell, steal, break things, sell drugs, uh, beat people up. They didn't come here for that. They came here to get jobs, build America, 
and have a nice place for their family. Uh, you know, uh, on the live show uh, that I did, uh, it's uh, the live version of the Rust Belt Clansman show, but it's called the uh, Live from the Underground, or the Underground Live. And I did that uh, on uh, Saturday the 24th at 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, the next one I do, I'm not sure when I'll do another one, uh, but that's on Podbean. If you need information on how to uh, find the show, uh, download the Podbean app out of the Google Play Store. I don't know if it's in the Apple Store or not, but anyhow, uh, download that. Start your uh, profile. And somebody told me when you do that, it looks like you're setting up to uh, do a show. You don't have to do a show, uh, just, you, but you have to have the profile to join in and listen to other shows. Uh, but then you can tap live, and uh, there's shows going on there all the time. A lot, a lot of uh, uh, screeching black preachers, uh, plenty of them. Uh, so there is some you know really crappy stuff on there. But anyhow. Uh, a, uh, a person uh, called in from India. Uh, India, uh, the, sh the, the show's listened to uh, around the world. So it's not limited to just one place. You, you never know who might call in. And this guy from India called in, and uh, he was kind of uh, saying that uh, America uh, was the land of immigrants or the, the, the land of immigration. And, you know, I corrected him. I said, yes, but today isn't... What's happening today isn't immigration. This is an invasion. We are being invaded. These people aren't coming here to build anything. They hate white people. They hate America. They hate your history, your culture, and your heritage. They hate it. That's who's coming here. Uh, you know, white Europeans built America, and it's these non-white invaders that's going to destroy America. Uh, now, get, get this uh, uh, guy. This comes from GBNews.com, and this article was gone over on um, uh, the last, uh, yesterday, I guess, um, Behind the Hood, that's also here on White Pride Radio. Uh, but I wanted to go over it here, too. I usually don't do the, uh, the same article uh, on two shows, but uh, this, one, this one really irritates me. Migrant who doesn't like to work because it gives him allergies brags about living off U.S. taxpayers. Uh, and it shows the picture of him. He has all kinds of cash laying around on the table and a big smile on his face. He's making fun of us. Uh, it says here, an influencer migrant who doesn't like to work because it gives him allergies has urged his 300,000 followers to beg for money instead of getting a job. Does this sound like uh, uh, immigration uh, as it once was? Does this sound like, uh, uh, you know, when uh, limited to white Europeans, does this sound like uh, uh, people? Can you imagine if uh, white Europeans came here? Well, you know, America wouldn't even be here. But like if white uh, uh, Europeans would have come here and did the same thing. See, there's a difference between the races. It's not racist to say that. It's not. Uh, white people don't mind at all working for what they get. 
And if there's something that they want that they can't afford, they'll take on another job to be able to get that. Here you have these um, shit bags coming here, and th this dude is making laughing at us because he's living off of our money. Uh, you know, and he has three hundred thousand followers that he's telling to beg for money instead. Now you know those. Uh, 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 300,000 followers, they, they got to be shit skins. So th this is only going to carry over, you know, uh, people are going to see this, his people are going to see this, say, wow, yeah, let's do that. Uh, the article continues, uh, Lionel Moreno, a Venezuelan migrant bragged in a video online that he survives by living off of U.S. taxpayer money. Marino, who arrived in the U.S. in September, said that he once made $275 uh, from three hours of asking for money at traffic lights. His content revolves around his lifestyle in America and how he earns an, incoming, an income by living off of money handed out by the government. And they're not handed out by the government. Well, it's handed out by the government, but it's not the government's money. And, you know, even this shit skin knows that. He says it's your tax dollars he's living off of. So they know. They know what they're doing. Uh, in another video posted on February 21st, Marino explained his intention behind migrating to the United States stating, you came to the United States to work, and I came to vacation. Look at the difference. You and I didn't come with the same purpose. You came to the United States to pay the taxes that you didn't pay in Venezuela. Uh, so, you know, I, I don't have to go through that anymore. Uh, if you want to hear more uh, about this article, uh, listen to uh, yesterday's uh, Behind the Hood. This is the type of people. Uh, let's see. Let me find this one. Might as well talk about some more dirt bags here while we're talking about dirt bags. This is this one. Uh, this one comes from the news source, The Blaze. Headline, authorities in Louisiana arrest undocumented Honduran suspected of raping minor and accused of arm robbery and stabbing. Real nice person, huh? That's what Joe said. Uh, the Kenner Police Department announced that it has arrested the an undocumented Honduran individual suspected of rape and assault of a minor. The department's Facebook post also alleges that the individual who was suspected of the rape was arrested after perpetrating an armed robbery and stabbing the victim. He was arrested for armed robbery, aggravated battery, first-degree rape, and aggravated assault. A federal ICE detainer was issued for Angel Matias 
Costanellos or Lena as well. Do you ever wonder why they have such long, ridiculous names? Anyhow, uh, the arrest came as a result of two separate investigations. Last week, Kenner detectives developed Costanello Orlanas as a suspect in the first-degree rape and aggravated assault case of a 14-year-old girl, the Post noted. Sound like a nice guy? What if this was your uh, 14-year-old daughter? Think about that. And, you know, when you hear these stories, thank a Democrat or a Demo-rat. This is who is to blame for these stories that I'm going over this evening. A Demo-rat. Uh, detectives applied for and executed arrest warrants and were working with federal authorities. On February 25th, Castellanos, Orlena, was arrested after he committed an armed robbery and stabbed the victim in the 2600 block of Phoenix Street. He was taken into custody on the scene and booked accordingly. The victim of the armed robbery and aggravated battery is in stable condition at an area hospital. Uh, illegal immigrants continue to be a challenge to local law enforcement for many reasons. That said immigrants not immigrant. And they're not immigrants. They are invaders. Uh, let's find out somebody. Let's see something else here. Um, let's see. Uh, here we go. We've talked about uh, uh, a shit bag from uh, Venezuela, Honduras, uh, let's get this out of the way. Mm, bear with me here. Here we go. Uh, this article comes from Fox News. The headline to this one is, Salvadorian illegal immigrant arrested in connection to Maryland murder of two-year-old boy. This sounds like a real nice uh, person, doesn't it? Uh, let's see. So, you know, these people coming, see, so you can't just uh, pin this on one South American country. They're all shitbags, and this is what they're about. This is why, you know, you would have thought the Democrats at least the Democrats that voted, uh, the Democrats in, 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 uh, in charge of uh, Washington right now, they knew what they were doing by bringing these people here. But uh, uh, Democrats uh, that voted for Biden, did you actually think these were peace-loving people? And I think uh, anybody that voted for Biden deserves to have some of these uh, uh, dirtbags in a neighborhood, real close neighbors. I wonder how a Democrat that voted for Joe Biden would like to wake up some morning and he's got these uh, uh, shit uh, people uh, living on both sides of him and across the street and behind him. I wonder how they would feel then. You know, there's a lot of Democrats crying and bitching about 
uh, how full America's getting and the strain on America with these dirt bags. Well, you, you Democrats that voted, uh, Democrat, it's your fault. It's not my fault. I didn't ask these uh, 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 dirt bags here. I don't welcome them. I don't welcome them. Uh, there's a lot of people that don't welcome them. I'm not saying that I'm the only person. Uh, probably 95% of the people that listen to the show that are listening this evening will blame the Democrats. You know, they didn't want this. They, they're not going to welcome these uh, criminals. We didn't want them. So, you know, it's only fair that the people that voted for and wanted these people, they're the ones that should have to deal with them, right? That's that's not being ignorant. Be careful what you vote for. Uh, the article here, an illegal Salvadorian immigrant has been arrested in connection to the murder of a toddler in Langley Park, Maryland, earlier this month. The Prince George's County Police Department announced Tuesday night. According to authorities, Nelson Trieto Grandos, 25, is now the fifth suspect arrested for the murder of a two-year-old Jeremy uh, Caceres. Uh, Treo Grandoso was charged with first and second degree murder, police said. He remains in police custody on a no-bond status. U.S. and Immigration and Customer Enforcement and Removal Operations Baltimore spokesperson James Covington confirmed to Fox News that Treo Grandoso is an unlawfully present Salvadorian national. On November 7, 2022, a Department of Justice immigration judge in Newark, New Jersey, ordered that Triejo Grandos removed removal from the U.S. Um, according to ICE records obtained by Fox 5, the Montgomery County Police Department arrested Triejo Grandoso, uh, Grandos, whatever, <coughs> on March 21st of 2023 and charged him with theft. While those charges remain pending, ICE issued an immigration detainer for Grandos with the Montgomery County Detention Center on March 22 of 2023. However, the agency says that MCD, MCDC refused to honor the detainer and Treos Grandosa was released by MCDC on March 27, 2023. MCPD arrested Grandoso on September 26, 2023 and charged him with theft again and an attempt to obstruct and hindering. ICE then issued an Im screen bounce hang on here. Uh, ICE then issued an immigration detainer with the MCDC on Grandos once more on September 27th of 2023. However, MCDC released Grandoso from custody once again in October 12th of 2023. A day after his most recent arrest was announced, uh, ERO Baltimore issued an immigration detainer against Grandoso with the Prince George County's Detention Center in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. 
On February 8th, a detective working in the area heard gunfire and attempted to locate a crime scene. The detective discovered Peyo Karras suffering from a gunshot wound. The child was pronounced dead a short time later at the hospital. The uh, toddler's mother was uh, also shot, but her injuries were not considered life-threatening. Uh, since the murder, police have identified and arrested four other Maryland suspects, including a 15-year-old male from Tacoma Park and a 16-year-old male from Hyattsville. They are both charged as adults. The homicide unit has also arrested 33-year-old Israel Fuentes, Jr. of Lewisdale and 28-year-old Johnny Alejandro Tucurios of Lewisdale. According to police, the preliminary investigation revealed two groups of males exchanged gunfire near where the victim and his mother were walking. Uh, investigators determined the two victims were not intended targets. Um, uh, now, I apologize if I'm wrong, but the, the, the name of that uh, two-year-old that was hit uh, doesn't sound like uh, white, like, uh, like that kid was white. Uh, is it a tragedy? To some. I don't care. Uh, if it's not a white child, I don't care. Or a white mother, I don't care. Uh, you know, you, you get numb to these things when you live around black people, like 13% of our population, uh, black-on-black crime, um, you, you know, killing their kids all the time, selling them, dropping them off, and, you know, walking away. Uh, little black kids killed by their parents. Uh, you, you just get used to that because this is non-white culture. Non-white culture uh, is to, you know, you don't care about your kids. And a perfect example, and I've talked about that on the show before. Uh, now, I haven't seen any of those sob story uh, things on TV. Uh, maybe because I have a smart TV and I, I can watch whatever I want. I don't have to see this. Uh, bullshit that's on TV today. Uh, I can bypass all of that. So maybe that's why I don't see it. But anyhow, it was a picture of a uh, father, a supposed father, and a little two-year-old Venezuelan uh, girl. And the girl was just floating there. She was uh, a dad floating there on the edge of the Rio Grande. And the dad had a smile on his face. I kid you not, he had a smile on his face. And, you know, they, that told me that. They don't care. And, you know, where all these kids end up then when you get here? These, ki- these kids, in my opinion, the parents use them for flotation devices. That's it. That's all they need them for. Get them across the Rio Grande and then to hell with them. You know, when these people treat their own people like that, how do you think they'll treat your kids? Think about that one. You know, that's something. Quit thinking about yourself. These people that uh, welcome these immigrants. Quit thinking about yourself. Think about the young people in America. You know, if you're older and you don't give a shit about America, what about the young people that uh, uh, should? Many of them ain't going to give a shit about America because of the indoctrination they get. But, you know, they don't need your help to push them in that direction. 
Okay, let's see what else I have here. Here, here's what our government there. I, I went through uh, and talked about, uh, and I, I could have had all articles on this subject this evening, uh, but dirt bags. Uh, get this, and this come from LATimes.com. Headline: Undocumented immigrants in California could have a new path to home ownership. Now I'm not even going to read the article. A path to home ownership. Who the hell's going to pay the mortgage? We are. We are. They're already living off of tax dollars. We're already uh, carrying these people. And I'm not even reading because there's no uh, right way that these people should have a path to home ownership. They don't belong here. They're illegals. They're invaders. Uh, So, you know, we'll pay for the... uh, a mortgage on whatever home ownership, and they'll probably get to pay back uh, pennies on the dollar because they're peasants. I don't know about you, but uh, these peasants in America, they're getting pretty heavy. They're hard to carry. Uh, uh, Let's see. I might get through all 10 articles. I'm going to have to go uh, a little quick here. Uh, get this. Now, you see, uh, everybody has seen uh, pictures of these uh, uh, retail thefts, which is pretty looting, is what it is. Uh, you know, smash and grab uh, uh, things. What color are 95% of the ones doing that? Black. Get this. Uh, the Blaze. This is just how woke the FBI is. Or how, uh, you know, they try to bullshit us, is what it is. Uh, the FBI gets total, absolutely to, absolutely torched online over image of white women on a report about retail theft rings. The FBI puts a, 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 a photo of white women showing this. Now, who do they think they're fooling? You know what, though? The sad part is they probably did fool some white people. You know, uh, uh, some people are so far gone. Some people have their heads so far up their ass that they can sit and they can watch something on TV. They can see, you know, uh, some people's heads are that far up their ass. They can watch TV uh, for a month. Uh, Every day of the month, they see these black people looting these stores, the smash and grabs, whatever you want to call them. And they see the black people running out of the store. And then when they see this article, FBI uh, uh, shows a picture of white women on a report about these retail theft rings would turn on uh, white people, even though they saw on TV who the hell's doing it. That doesn't matter because the FBI said this. Uh, A social media post from the FBI was roundly mocked and ridiculed online after it added an image of white women to a report about retail theft rings in the U.S. Uh, Higher prices, dangerous products, and closing businesses. There are just some of the impacts organization retail theft has on everyday American people, read the post. Uh... 
Yes, folks, our FBI would like you to know that there is an epidemic of rich, young, attractive white women ransacking our retail outlets. How are they getting away with this lawlessness? This must be stopped, uh, responded John Ziegler. And, you know, this was a, a joke, a joke about it. And when you think about it's not it, when you think about it, it's really not funny that this is the type of uh, uh, image that the FBI wants to shed on white women. You know, they already get the hell beat out of them in sports because you got uh, 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 men with uh, dicks playing in, in their sports. You know, just clubbing the hell out of them. You know, today women are degraded so bad it isn't funny. You know. Uh, just for instance, guys, if you're uh, listening to the show this evening, look at your wife or your girlfriend, uh, your daughter, your uh, niece, your grandma, your aunt, and think how they must feel when they see the things that are happening in America, how much they can be, how much they are being degraded and erased erase they're saying that men can be women and it just erase biological women uh look at the the women there in your house and, and you know maybe decide to stand up and do something about it instead of just sitting around you know listening to it uh if you don't want to join an organization donate to keep one gone uh anybody that would like to send uh, donations to an organization uh, could send donations to the Knights Party of the Ku Klux Klan. Uh, you can get on our website, see what we're all about, see what we're doing. Uh, you can go to um, www.kkknationaloffice.com and check out the Knights Party. If you can, if you don't want to join an organization, donate. You know, uh, needless to say, we don't have. Um, uh, government funding. We're funded by uh, supporters and members. So uh, check it out and please donate. Help us out. Uh, let's see. This article, th this has nothing to do with um, uh, happenings in America. I found this, I, I found it uh, uh, interesting. This comes from the mirror.co.uk. The headline, Hannibal the Cannibal, Robert Maudsley, His Grim Life, Glass Box, Concrete Bed, 16,500 Days Alone. Uh, I'm not going to get into the story, but uh, how many people know uh, that there really was a, a Hannibal the Cannibal? Just not the, what you saw on TV, uh, but a real uh, Hannibal the Cannibal. And I never knew this. Uh, Hannibal targeted homosexuals. He didn't like homosexuals. And, you know, when I saw, and I, I want to say, too, there was uh, pedophiles uh, in there that he, he had killed. Whether he ate them, I don't know. But he had killed, and, you know, I was just kind of thinking, you know, Hannibal the cannibal was um, definitely off his rocker. But the people that uh, Hannibal the Cannibal killed are people that we won't miss. 
you know, that's less one dirt bag on the streets. Uh, so you now, next time you're thinking about Hannibal the cannibal, realize he he, he was killing pedos and uh, uh, homosexuals. Now, I'm not saying, listen, uh, before the, it goes any further, I am not saying go out and be a Hannibal the cannibal against queers uh, and pedos. I am not promoting vigilante violence on uh, homos and pedos because vigilante violence will get us nowhere except taken out of the ball game. Trust me, law enforcement would love, and our government would love, to take you as a white patriot out of the game, especially white people that will stand up and say something. That's why on the show I always say that. I do not promote vigilante violence. Uh, we can change things legally. And again, check out the Knights Party and see how uh, we're go going about doing so. The wheels are in motion. You know, it, it, America didn't get into the shape that it's in today overnight. And uh, the Knights Party isn't going to be able to fix it overnight. And it will take even longer without the help of the donations uh, to keep things running. So, uh, please, if you can donate, uh, donate. Here we're going to end up on a, a good note. Here we are, the last day of Black History Month. Uh, that's something else I didn't have to see on my smart TV is anything about black history. I don't watch the news. I'll get my news uh, online. I, I can't sit there and watch these people. Uh, it, it makes me even madder to look at them at the, it, it, in the face and know they're lying to me, uh, blowing smoke up my ass. I want the truth, so I dig for the truth. I look for the stories. Uh, and it's not hard to find. It's not hard to find at all. Too many people just don't want to look. You know, they'll believe what the uh, Jew box tells them. But here, the last day of Black History Month, and this comes from an all-black uh, news source, no doubt, Bossip.com. The headline, during Black History Month, Trevante Jamal Schubert Helton found hanging from a tree in North Georgia. <laughs> What a way to close out uh, Black History Month. And you know what? This is probably, um, it was probably a black that did this. A black or a Jew. Because here, here we go. Uh, black History Month, the last day of Black History Month. Now, when did this happen? Let me see. Uh, the article's dated February 26th. So, you know, nothing happened for the blacks to bitch about or anything during Black History Month. Uh, it got to the point where white people, uh, we just tune it out. Uh, we don't give a shit about black history. I don't. Why would I care about black history? If I wanted to worry about or learn black history, I'd go to Africa. You know, I don't need to shit shoved down my throat here in my white Christian country. That's for sure. And a lot of uh, white people today, now, you know, just turn it out. T tune it out. I let them kill each other because that's what they're good at. They are worthless uh, um, burdens uh, to American society. Plain and simple. And I know some black people work. And I say this all the time, too. Some of them do. But the ones that do, their taxes don't pay for the 13% of the whole 13% uh, of the black people. So the black people that do work, it doesn't matter because Whitey still has to foot the bill with our taxes. 
because there aren't enough black people that work to support themselves. So plain and simple. So as a whole, these people are burdens on society. Now, this article, I will bet you, was staged. I'm not saying a black wasn't hung, but it was probably, my guess would be, a black person or a Jew, just to stir up Black History Month. You know, you had to see that in the beginning of the uh, headline, Black History Month. Uh, and this says we still have four more days of Black History Month, and this is not the kind of news that we want to be reporting during this time. <laughs> this is the exact kind of news I like to report on at this time. <laughs> you know, I love it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, this is a great article. Uh, I'm not even getting into it because, you know, uh, <laughs> whoop de doo One less mouth to feed. One less, one less rapist. One, one less uh, looter. Uh, one less uh, peaceful protester as they're murdering people, peaceful protesting. One less. Uh, so, you know, that that's, that's my celebration uh, of Black History Month. That's my contribution to Black History Month, this article. So, uh, there you go. Up yours. And <laughs> with that, I'm going to close out this evening's show. Um... I will be back here on Tuesday, March 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I won't be here uh, February 29th for another four years. It's leap year. Uh, so you won't, see, you won't hear me February 29th uh, for four more years. And that only happens if it hits on a Tuesday or Thursday. Uh, but I'll be back here on Tuesday, March 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern with another of the Rust Belt Clansman show two days, two evenings from now. Or no, it isn't. No, that's next Tuesday. Okay, never mind. I'm thinking it's Tuesday now. Uh, this is Thursday. Oh, wow. Uh, check out the show page on True Social. That's Donald Trump's version of Twitter. Go to truesocial.com, uh, set up your profile, and look for the Rust Belt Clansman Show page and tap follow. All kinds of information there. Uh, Show-wise, Knights Party-wise, Christian Revival Center-wise, it's all there. Uh, So do that. Check it out. Uh, If you have any thoughts, ideas, suggestions, news articles, death threats, uh, you are welcome to email those straight to the Rust Belt Klansman Show at heyrustbeltklansman at usa.com. Remember, the mail.com address changed. It's USA.com. I thought that was a little bit better, and I was able to pick that. Uh, so it, uh, all our case letters, hey, Rust Belt Klansman at USA.com. You can also call into the show at area code 412-254-6226. You can leave a voicemail, or you can text that number. Uh, so there's uh, many ways uh, to contact the show, so utilize those. I, I like to get the... Uh, uh, emails and things from uh, my listeners. Uh, let's see. And, uh, you know, uh, speaking about uh, emails uh, from people, I got an email. Uh, there was an email that came into um, the night's party. And uh, it was a gentleman. Uh, 
I don't have the email to read on the show, and I wouldn't anyhow because um, I'm not asking for glory. I don't look for glory. I don't do the show to get pats on the back. Uh, but when it happens, you know, I'm not going to uh, say, oh, no, I don't, that makes me sad. Uh, but, but I don't expect it. I'm no hero. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. Uh, but William Leroy sent one in, and he said about how he loved the show. He loved um, the night's party. He didn't think we got the uh, uh, credit that we deserve in the night's party. Uh, he said that he thinks that the shows, uh, this one and um, uh, Behind the Hood, are good tools, good ways to wake people up. And he said probably a lot of the people that are woke now wouldn't be if it wouldn't be for listening to the show. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know that the show has that uh, big of an impact. Uh, I would like to hope so. But uh, I wanted to thank you, uh, William Leroy. Uh, and, you know, I usually don't give people's names, uh, but it's uh, not the full name. Uh, William Leroy is not the full name of this gentleman. Uh, and I want to thank you uh, because, you know, uh, sometimes you wonder, you know, am I really reaching anyone? And, uh, folks, I got to tell you, it was a, a real heartfelt uh, email. So thank you, William uh, Leroy. I appreciate that. And so does tonight's party. Okay, we're going to close out the show as we always do in prayer. Uh, here we go, Murph. My white brothers and sisters, please bow your heads. I pray you would teach me, Father, what really matters to you in this life as I eagerly await the return of my great King. You deserve purity. Show me the way. You deserve blamelessness. Teach me wisdom. Help me to live according to your precepts and to take to heart the things you truly value. This world has so much to offer to draw me away, draw me after my own comfort and joy, but not according to the joy you have in store for me. Transform my mind to be conformed to your will, so I may desire the things you desire, which are also the things that would be the most satisfying to my soul. I ask for your Holy Spirit. May he share your wisdom with me and teach me the ways that truly matter. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, really good prayer there. Um, I, pick, I pick these prayers, and I mentioned it before, uh, out of a prayer book that my fiancé bought me uh, a couple of years ago. And it, it's not that... Um, uh, I don't like to pray, or I couldn't say the prayer. I definitely could. But I like these prayers because they woke me up. They helped me. Uh, so, you know, if I'm going to close the show out in prayer, I'd like it to be one that's going to help somebody. Uh, you know, and uh, with because those prayers in a prayer book, they're about all different subjects. Uh, they touch more uh, of my listeners, I'm sure. Uh, because you never know when you're going to hear a prayer on the Rust Belt Klansman show that hits home and helps you. So that's why I read the prayer from a prayer book. 
Okay, folks, thank you for listening. I appreciate it. I love you guys. Uh, tune in again uh, March 5th at 7 p.m. Eastern for a new show. Thanks for listening. And as always, from the Rust Belt Klansman Show, myself, Paul Brown, White Power! <laughs>